You think you know me. I can't be the only one who can't sit still while that's playing, right? My oh, no, Fitbit I'm went off that I hit okay. my step goal while doing uh, just it, making, so... Just, just making <laughs> sure. Hello, welcome to Passive Mania, nice. your wrestling time capsule. Uh, I'm your host, Adam. We are going through the Edge 2006 WWE Championship arc. Uh, joined, as always, by the madman who suggested this and the next name on my ARIA list, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, and oh my god, I'm still recovering from a Killswitch Engage concert, which they started with uh, this Fire Burns, which was fucking great, and I That's didn't really even good. realize it for the first 10 seconds, and they ended <laughs> it with Holy Diver covers, so that was great. God. That Holy Diver cover is so good. Don't you agree, noobs? Yeah. I do agree, and I also agree that the full-blooded Italians, a.k.a. the FBI, stole No Sleep Till Brooklyn from the Beastie Boys. Yo, yeah. <laughs> It's like DDP taking uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit for his uh, WCW theme. Yeah. Uh, and Raven. 100% heavy coming is. It's, it's No Sleep Till Brooklyn. It, it is. Like, the start yeah. of it is that, and it's just that yeah. on repeat. Uh, fun fact Do you know who played that guitar solo, the, or the guitar in No Sleep Till Brooklyn? No. no. It's Carrie King from Slayer. What? It's he uh, actually can hold more than two right? notes. Yeah, because um, <laughs> uh, Rick Rubin produced that album. Well, I say, he also <laughs> oh. produced Slayer's like most recent album at the time, and so he was he, like, he produced most of their discography. Yeah. And he was like, hey, they were like, hey, we need a guitar player for this. And he like, hey, Carrie, can you do me a favor? Uh, so that that's guitar awesome. on that song is okay. Yeah. Carrie King is the fourth Beastie Boy. Uh, Actually, right, I mean, right Beastie Boys, uh, as a woman, that they kicked out of the band because Russell Simmons and uh, uh, Rick Rubin are kind of bad people. I listen, They had a big uh, uh, autobiography funny. that came out, and I got it as an audiobook. Highly recommend. The book is fascinating. Nice. Uh, I was about to say, Jesse, too, Carrie King probably raps better than he plays guitar, so. <laughs> Isn't Carrie King Man. like a genius who raises snakes? That's Carrie King, right? Let me Google yeah. Carrie King snakes. I didn't know noobs. I didn't know you hated Carrie King. This is new. I just dislike his solo work. Like when they say he's a good solo guitarist, like like playing guitar solos, he isn't. He just holds two notes, huh. does a tremolo, and just goes, <laughs> uh, like that's yes. that's it. Carrie King fair. does have a snake breeding facility. <laughs> I mean, cool. Yeah. Like. Um. Well, he's a shit person that killed his he own is. band now, so... It yeah, matter. Scott... Well, he didn't kill his own band. Frickin' uh, nephrotitis fasciitis or whatever killed his band. The, like, the flesh-eating virus? Yeah, their um, uh, lead guitarist um, of the band 
Oh God, uh, Jeff Hanneman. Yeah, yeah but, he died yeah, of it. He died yeah, of but it. He, but right before he died, uh, Carrie kicked out the drummer, and then when the guy died, Dave Lombardo talked to Lom- yeah. Dave Lombardo's yeah, quit the band Lombardo. like five times though. Like I know, but Carrie wouldn't even talk to him at the dude's funeral. It's pretty fucked up. I mean, yeah, Carrie. Don't get me wrong. Carrie King's a piece of shit, but Slayer didn't die because of Carrie King. Slayer just died because the people that were okay with Carrie King started dropping off. I want you guys to picture <laughs> me as uh, Jesse Pinkman from that one episode of Breaking Bad. I'm just slowly drinking water in between. Yes. It's very entertaining. Yeah, man. Uh, Wrestling! Bitch. Let's talk about that! Uh-huh. So, uh, we're here for the Royal Rumble 2006. Uh, January 29th, 2006. The number one song is Grills by Nelly. Featuring Paul Wall, Ali, and Gip, small for me, Daddy. What you Nelly was at? still making hits in 06? Grill. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, Grills was huge. Like, Grills was a huge song. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, the number one movie... <sighs> Uh-oh. Was Big Mama's House 2. Can't believe there's... they starred Shelton Benjamin's mama in the movie. <laughs> there, has never there, been a, there has never been a better case for reparations than Big Mama's House 2. Oh my god. Uh, That's um, coming from three white people. Uh, right. uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I'm part of this. I just don't know how to feel in general. Uh, TV and video games, we already did. I do this a month and a half, or a month at a time. We've already done January, so moving on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're at the American Airlines Arena in Miami. 16,000 people with 550,000 people watching it. Oh, it is the Royal Rumble. You know, Second or third biggest show of the year, depending on who you ask. Opening video package puts over the Rumble and the two World Championship matches: John Cena versus Edge and Kurt Angle versus Mark Henry. What a great finish for a Royal what Rumble pay per view! Opening pile Man. and then, three weeks is apparently three years in wrestling yep. time. Uh, opening pyro, and we get this extended bit of the announcers team. Announce teams like introducing themselves, like they the SmackDown team introduces themselves for a while, and then the Raw team introduces themselves, and then the Spanish announce table introduce themselves to start the show. Let's weird. be honest, Carlos Cabrera looks like he had a cat on his head. He did. He did. Carlos it was Cabrera beautiful. Has been there forever. Yes. He's been there. For he a has. Week. He's like Michael Cole. Like they've both yeah. been there for a long time. Vince owes Carlos Cabrera something. Yep. Yeah, Michael Cole's been there like I think twenty-two years now. I think sounds about right. The only other commentator who's been there longer than him, technically, through a combined, is like I think Jerry is at like twenty-seven, twenty-eight. Yeah, because Jerry was there early on in in the like ninety-three, ninety-four yeah, Monday yeah. Night Raw. Yeah, and he has like a four-year gap around yeah. ninety-seven to oh one. That's it. Uh, Tony Chimmel comes out to announce the first match. Quote, the open invitational six-way Texas tornado match hold on, for the hold Cruiserweight on. Championship. Hold on real quick. I really got to I really gotta get better at this because when the opening cinematic things happen and there's something yeah. really ridiculous on it, I realize you blow past them all the time. Uh, yes. There's a moment where the voice... By the way, the voice of the guy that does those introductions, I love him to death. However, he had a line where it says, <laughs> Hold on. The road begins now. It's like, what? Oh, it's, why do we have this, to hold on? Is this ASMR? We... I don't. Yeah, it was just a really weird, like, hold on. Why are we yeah. holding on? Like, and it wasn't perceiving something else. It just... He's just, he's just saying, like, <laughs> the rumble <laughs> is halfway through <laughs> the show. Don't get too excited. 
the boogeyman is out first. Noobs, yeah, noobs were you that kid at the um, playground where you were questioning why you were going down like a plastic tube that was really hot, so the other kids just shoved you through the the slide? Go down uh, the slide. No. Why would I? Nothing about this is appealing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just move. No, it were fucking Minnesota had steel slides oh, because yeah. because oh, they like yeah. they realized oh the steel won't uh, break with the snow so let's do that instead it'll just break your skin so it yeah, was even you hotter your, you get your balls attached to the slide like fucking Christmas mm. story mm. oh boy <laughs> so uh so yeah the opening match cruiserweight the open Ugh. invitational six way Texas tornado match I beg your pardon yeah uh, Texas the match tornado oh my god the match is open to former and current cruiserweight champions. Uh, and basically, this is just a six-way. Like this, it's it's a lot of words yeah. to say. There's six people in this match. First pinfall or submission wins. Yeah, uh, they're trying to make the cruiserweight division seem more exciting. Yeah, boy, not with this crew. For example, first out, <laughs> first out is cruiserweight champion Kid Cash. I AKA, have no idea who this is. AKA yeah. Owen Hart when he skipped leg day. Owen Dude Hart looks like Owen Hart. Wrestling day. <laughs> he does. His face does have an Owen Hart look. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I always I couldn't figure out who he reminded me of because I guess I couldn't dare to imagine him being like Owen Hart. But you're right. It yeah, like Owen Hart. I, I could tell you who he reminds reminds me of. Your default creator wrestler. Oh. Uh, I mean, and so I'm just sitting there, just like, oh my god, who is this? Like, oh, God, what, what kind of He was, like, garbage? in ECW the entire... No, yeah. Yeah? He was, like, in ECW the entire run, yeah. almost. That's fucking weird. Yeah, it's Because yeah. he ain't in the DVDs. He nope. ain't in the specials. Oh, my God. And so I'm just sitting All here, right. like, this is what we have to look forward to? What garbage do they have out next? Funaki! We get to have fun! It's we funaki. all get to have fun on this day. Everyone dun, is blessed. Everything is better, because Funaki... <laughs> Back uh, down. After him. Give one. us yes. Kai and Ty. Yes. After this, we have Jamie Noble, Nunzio. Who, who, Jamie Noble randomly, like, he gets into the ring and just kicks Funaki. Yeah, <laughs> like, listen, like, we can take, start now, right? Listen, you could take the boy out of West Virginia, but you can't take the West Virginia out the boy. Uh, <laughs> you're different. Yeah. <laughs> so, after him, you got Nunzio. And then Paul London comes out wearing a handsome Jack mask. I mean, yeah, Paul London he, was weird. I mean, Paul London is a very attractive human being. So yeah, I mean, it makes he sense. Kind of looks like the the wrestling version of Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah, he does. One hundred percent. Speaking of, and then there's the wrestling equivalent to a potato with some facial hair, Mister Gregory Gregory Helms. Yes. Yeah, so they were like, "Who's going to be the sixth participant? Who's going to be the?" And Gregory Helms comes out, and they're like, "Oh, he's oh from Raw. God. He's from Raw, but the Cruiserweight Championships on SmackDown." But uh, listen, he, Prince he held Pretty the Cruiserweight is Championship host- before. Prince Pretty runs Raw, so don't worry about it. He's just yeah. there. <laughs> and so This would and, be the year. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, um Although I do like they were like, well, he did hold the Cruiserweight Championship as Hurricane, so he is eligible to be in this match. That was like a fun kayfabe reason to put him in. Yeah, yeah. Uh the match is immediately difficult to follow. As like everybody's going for roll-ups and near falls before they just gang up on, on Gregory Helms. I mean, uh, he is the. This is the first time in Gregory Helms' life where he is the biggest person in the ring. Right? <laughs> he has yes. bulked up a lot 
like from like his, this versus the hurricane it, it's not just like his the way his like hair and facial hair is styled his body is very different um it's potatoy as noobs yeah said. for better or worse uh this match is a a wannabe x division car crash uh mm-hmm. but it doesn't quite get there um yeah. Flips Paul London Don- doesn't have enough space to do his stuff, and he's the he coolest doesn't. one there. Yeah. Uh, flips and sentons to the outside. Funaki gets to the top rope, and Kid Cash kicks him. He falls to the floor, and then Paul London dumps Kid Cash to the floor. And then Paul, like, there's just, you know, a gaggle of cruiserweights on the floor, and Paul London hits him with a shooting star press, which was cool. Too but, like, early, because he only yeah. gets, like, half of them, because the yep. rest weren't in position yet. Because yep. Paul doesn't know what slow down means. Yeah. And uh, uh, Helms gets Paul London to the top rope, gives him a swinging neck neck breaker from the top. Uh, But Kid Cash takes him out before Helms can make the cover. Uh, Kid Cash hits London with his Brain Buster finisher, which looked pretty good. Uh, But the pin was broken up. Jay Noble has Funaki in a submission, but Helms antagonizes him. Noble charges Helms, and Helms dodges and dumps Noble to the outside. Helms hits Funaki with a shining wizard and gets the pin in the Cruiserweight Championship in 7 minutes and 40 seconds. There is no better way in 2006 to know that your mid-card heel push is over than by being given the Cruiserweight Championship. You say that, but Ugh. he actually becomes the longest reigning Cruiserweight Champion in history with 385 days. Oh yeah, he does. Yep. Wait, and, what? Yeah, yep, I forgot about this that. Is this is this the is start his, of his reign? Yeah. Yep, 385 days. And he gets a couple of champion versus champion matches. He fights Benoit when he's got the title. He fights um, uh, fucking Bobby Lashley and Ray when Ray is world champion. He loses them all, but he at least gets put in those programs. Yeah. Huh. And is he the one that is, is he the last one that loses it, but then he loses it to uh hornswoggle and then it's no, um, actually, ironically in a cruiserweight open, uh, next, maybe not next rumble, it was, but it like, was, it was no something way like out. that. It's Chavo. No way out the next year. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chavo wins it and then he loses it to hornswoggle. Yep. And then hornswoggle holds it for 65 days and they quietly deactivated yep. the title. Uh, but uh, it was fine. Uh, it was, you know, it was about the best you could do to open this show, I suppose. Uh, what'd you think, Noobs? I thought it was uh, okay. I the two things that I that I have of note that shooting star press was incredible. Yeah, we're not a press. It was just a shooting star. Um, I really miss Michael Cole and Taz as a duo. They were a pretty solid duo. I really yeah. miss that just because yeah, they had to deal with some dog shit. But they just, they were such a good, they were just as good, like, uh, contrast to King and JR. Yeah. Like, they were fresh and new, and Taz, you could tell, just didn't give a shit half the time. And it was just, like, it was really fun. And then the other thing was Noble, I forgot how good he was in the ring. Yeah. He like, really was. Like, he was that a bit guy of a joke, but man, go. he was good. Like, yeah, all I remember from Noble from my days of watching him is that bullshit with Nydia. Come on, Nydia. Come on, go get there. Show him. Come on over Yeah, there. like, <laughs> show him. I, go, go show him what you got on there, all, all I think of with Jamie Noble is him blindfolded and fighting Nydia. That's all yep. I think of, unfortunately. It's and Come on, get in there, Nydia. Go on, go. He doesn't deserve <laughs> it. He doesn't deserve it because he's really a good wrestler, and there's a reason why he's backstage now. So... 
Oh yeah. yeah. Like I God, there isn't a day that goes by where I don't miss J and J security. <laughs> oh god, they've got they're sending the cruiserweight division after Yo, me. The best line Dean Ambrose has ever had. J- Jamie Noble and Joey Mercury come out to take out Ambrose. Oh god, they sent the cruiserweights after me. <laughs> yep. Oh, I man. forgot about that. Oh, beautiful. Um, J and J security were so good. God bless those guys. Uh remember when uh Jamie remember when Joey Mercury got a pinfall victory on WWE champion Seth Rollins at the main event of Raw that one time? That fuck. was weird. Uh and also Heath Slater got a pinfall <sighs> victory over Seth. No, that was great. That was they that was done really well. It did not make Seth look bad. It made Heath look good. But Seth maintained everything. Uh but what did you think about the match, uh Jesse? Um, yeah, like <laughs> It, it's just, just like, oh man, Gregory. We want him to be an important heel. He lost to Lawler. Yeah, nah, just give him the cruiserweight title. Never take it off him. That's yeah, fine. give him the cruiserweight title yeah. and forget. Yep, it's, there's your consolation prize, man. Yep. The 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 difference a month makes is really interesting. Looking yep. at all this shit. And yeah, there's a lot of a lot of status quo has changed from the last pay per view to this one. And it's yep. what? It's it's three weeks? Three weeks. Yeah. Three weeks, yeah. It's weird. Um uh Gregory Helms has now held the cruiserweight title with three different personas in two different companies. He was the final WCW cruiserweight champion as Sugar Shane Helms. Then That's he right. was the WWE uh, cruiserweight champion as Hurricane, and now WWE cruiserweight champions as Gregory Helms. Uh mm. crazy. We go to the back to see uh, Vince reassuring Teddy Long that he doesn't need his help and the show was going to go great. Then the first of many vignettes when Vince is just a fucking creeper to Tori Victoria yep. and Candice Michelle. As and they, unfortunately, a dog named Chloe. And a dog named Chloe. I'm and, actually shocked Victoria is there because I know Vince notoriously didn't think she was attractive either. Of course not. Oh, of course God. he didn't. Uh, of course. Yeah. They are back there to draw, for people to come in and draw their Royal Rumble numbers. Uh, uh, Orton walks in, they open the thing up, he reaches in, picks out, you know, like a little plastic ball with a piece of paper in it, opens it up, looks at the piece of paper, does not show the camera the paper. Uh, Orton seems very happy with his number. Uh, Triple H comes in, shit talks Orton. Correction, correction. Lemmy H. Meister comes in. Yes, Lemmy yes. Lemmy H. Meister comes in. H. Meister, I love it. Uh, Arian Lemmy comes in and. Ooh. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, Not makes... wrong, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Makes, makes inappropriate comments towards the women in the room. Then he arrogantly opens his Rumble number. I did looks... laugh at. I did laugh at the would you hold my ball and then the give me back my ball. <laughs> the give, the give me back. Gestures. I was I was not on the I was like I was like, oh my god, can you hold my ball? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? But then he opens it up and he just like looks shocked and Orton goes, You're screwed. And the way Triple H just looks at Candace, just like, give me back my ball. That was like, all right, okay, all right. All right <laughs> that was I'm, solid. Okay, all right, that was like okay. Triple H knows what's what he's doing. Like he knows yeah. that this is bad and ridiculous. Okay, cool. Um we go to the back to see Trish in a ref outfit, and Mickey comes to talk to her, and Trish's music starts to play, and Mickey's like, I need to talk to you, I need to talk to you, and Trish is like, I have to go, I have to go, and Mickey's just like, I love you, and Trish leaves. Yeah, uh, of course. It was the Awkward. commentators. Yeah, the commentators react weirdly. Uh, 
the next match is Mickey James versus Raw Divas search winner Ashley with Trish Stratus as the special guest referee. Uh, I need to go get some mouthwash just to wash those words out. Uh, it, <laughs> yeah. Some basic wrestling from Ashley early on. Uh, some like just super standard. We're going to show you how to do a hip toss and a clothesline and a, and a, and a headlock. Not bad. Not like total better than I could do it. Um, Mickey goes to the outside, uh, and then Ashley clotheslines Mickey, like, as, as Mickey starts to get back in the ring. But then Ashley gets Mickey in the corner and just delivers some really bad, like, elbow shots. Yeah, um, like, I had a note where it's like, this honestly isn't a bad match for Ashley. I'm kind of surprised. And then I go, nope, never mind, yep. she got her in the corner. Um, that, yeah, it all was, right. It, it was fine. Like, she was, she, they were playing to her limitations right up until the moment they weren't. Uh, like they keep pulling up the story that Trish trained Ashley and therefore Mickey is jealous of Ashley. And then like Ashley has Mickey down, delivers some really bad punches and then a really, really bad spear type thing to send Mickey into the corner and the crowd boos. Uh, but Mickey slams her from the top rope to the mat in a kind of power bomb thing. And she gets the pin on Ashley in seven forty four. Uh, like watching this match after watching how, like how great the match, the previous shows like Mickey James match was, uh, really shows like how good Trish Stratus is. Yeah. And, yep. and that, like, s- even, even somebody as talented as Mickey James can only go so far. I still don't understand why Trish hesitated at the yeah. end of the counts. She kind of won two. Because she was Three. freaked out and felt like yeah. she didn't... I guess, didn't, but know. it's like... She was calling the match down the line the entire... Mm-hmm. Down the middle of the entire yep. time. And then there... That entails that she wasn't going to call it down the line. That's well, a, it's like, at the end, it I think they, they kind of messed up. It was supposed to be like Trish accidentally helped Mickey in a way. Yeah. Um, and... But I don't think they telegraphed it well because but, I thought the commentators were talking like that as well. Yeah, that, like, like Trish, Trish kind of messed up or was in the way or cost Ashley sort of kind of. But it didn't actually really show it that way. And, I, well. and I think near, later on the show, there's a vignette in the back where Mickey is like, "Thank you so much for for helping for doing the right thing and helping me win." And Trish is like, "Oh, yeah. what are you talking about? I called it down the middle." Uh, yeah, but yeah, it was. Jesse, what ha- like who's Ashley and what happens with her? Does she go on to anything of prominence? Nope. Or, okay, no. we've looked Again, this, I, like I, I said last I time, I thought that she was one of the beautiful people later. No, that's no, right. she's not. Um, yeah, no, she, she just leaves won. in 2008. She's never important. She never wins anything. Um, she's about the... as important as anybody who wins the Andre the Giant Battle <laughs> Battle Memorial Royale oh, bullshit, God. whatever they call it. Like um, it, she uh, she goes on to be on Survivor China. She dated Matt Hardy for a while. Um, she was sexually assaulted at one of the tribute for the troop shows and tried to sue and gotten a bunch of heat with a bunch of people over. Cause of course, boy, oh. yeah. So oh, I hope yeah. she's doing okay. Her yeah. Career, yeah. Her career wasn't great, but I think she's fine now. I'm sure she's she made plenty of money thing. from this and I hope she invested it well. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Mm, thank everything. Uncomfortable round yes. two. We go to the back to see Vince still being creepy with the women, and the less said here, the better. So Big yep. Show comes out, gets his number, 
Uh, then Ray comes in to a huge pop. Show references how Ray is dedicating this match to Eddie. Eddie chant and, in the crowd. And this is when I decided, <laughs> yeah, what a great idea to watch this after you've watched Endgame. Yep. And just Already start emotionally cr- fragile. And just start <laughs> crying. Yep. Uh, yeah. Like, just... um, and uh, Vince talks to Ray and he's like, so, uh, you know, I know you're you're dedicating this match to Eddie, and Ray's just like, yeah, he's like, well, maybe Eddie can is working from above to help you get a good spot, and Ray pulls his number, and he opens it up, and he just starts to laugh and shake his head, and he looks up, and he's just like, Eddie, you got me again. It's so, it's so awkward, and like, badly acted, but in a fun way, like, I don't yeah. know how to deal with it, but he's just like, ah, Eddie. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, like, I like it, but I have seen a lot of people think think it's bad but it's it's okay it's it's It's, the way like i've done this i've done that before with my grandpa like i'm just like god damn it grandpa noobs you fucking did it again (laughs) yeah all right (laughs) if you're having a reference like that especially with way like with the the time period and eddie at the time he's still like that was probably like he's still probably still pretty raw with a lot of that stuff. So like yeah. you would only expect but him to be so four, good in actor. Three months, November. Yeah. So like, God. if he was out there just killing that performance, I would be way more critical. Like, if anything, this I think true. him. I think him kind of not nailing it. it. Well, I don't think he was uncomfortable with it. I just think it's one of those things where it's like he's like, we need like you're gonna go out and here's what here's what we want you to do, and we want you to talk directly to Eddie. Oh, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's probably like I'm sure he, I'm sure he's like, oh, like yeah, okay, I'm like absolutely because it's you know it's a tribute. It's it's a nice moment. It's a it's a like in a vacuum. It's a very very beautiful moment. But he ain't an actor, and that's yeah. opening up a wound. Yeah, and so I can agree he, with this. And like I, I think it's better that he doesn't nail it because it makes it feel more uh, more real. Yeah, uh, sure. I, I liked it. Um, oh hey speaking of former, more real it's the former longest reigning champion in Smackdown history JBL coming out in his trunks a cowboy hat and a scarf the cowboy hat and scarf making him look as though he were more naked than if he weren't wearing them I know right it, it's unfortunate God. and yeah. also this is this yep. is when I realized I had been paying attention to wrestling at this time when oh. I go Oh my God! This is Julian Hall's face growth shit. Oh my God! Yeah. Like, See, I had a I, moment. I'm glad we missed it though, and yeah, they just talk I, I about it. Thank they God. They talked about it, and I was like, "Boy, I'm really glad I didn't watch that." It it yep. was so random to see that on TV. Like I'm it just was like, really gross. why does she have this random growth? On oh, that's why they okay. called it cancerous too. Yeah, they, yeah, it's like, cancerous, cancerous tumor. Choking. It's like because that's what a tumor is. Yep. And you can just detach it. Yep, easily. you just bite it off. And then you, why didn't they get Boogeyman to go, to go check out Roman? I Damn. hate myself. Oh my god. I just oh I need god. another beer. That connection was so quick oh that I had no god. time to intercept or Adam. even like come within yards of you. That was amazing. I hate myself. At, no, Jesse, you can't come die. in within yards of him because it's not his yard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. Boy. It's fine. It's also, fine. Also, JBL's looking a little thick. Oh, he's a he's, <laughs> he's, he's got, a boy right man, now. He got a oh. he got a tum tum going on. Just he do. Boop, boop, boop. Wait, wait. He can't be a boy. He was the WWE champion. Yeah, he's so not he a boy. A, 
He is not eligible. That's one of the most beautiful things. I it hit me about two weeks ago. I was like getting into bed, and I was just like, I was like, Kofi Kingston is no longer boy eligible. We did it. I didn't even think about it. I thought you were about to say something that you were thinking about when you were getting into bed. You were thinking about JBL. I'm like, wait, what? Uh, And then I stayed up the rest of the night. It's just uh, because I was afraid of the boogeyman, JBL's opponent. He's coming to get Uh, you. Say what you will about the boogeyman, but he had a really cool entrance, and God bless the guy for being so dedicated to his character. It was like the Dude, whole like watching jig it, I was like, that he oh, does. Wait, this is just Finn Balor, but we don't know <laughs> yet. Oh God! Oh no! Fucking, yeah, Smarks get worked. You pop for a fucking slightly better boogeyman entrance. I do love the fact. Do love the fact that Cole. The entire match. I'm getting ahead of yourself. I'm yeah, getting yeah. ahead of you, Adam. Listen, this is nothing. What are you but talking about? There's nothing to get ahead of. He yeah. starts talking about how, like, if you cut a worm in half, it rejuvenates yep. itself. It's like, that's not how they work. He said something like, if you cut a worm in half, it'll regrow so Boogeyman has an endless supply of food. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then he has a mo- Then he has a line where he's like, just like a worm, he rejuvenates. Yep. And it's like, no, that's not what worms do. You he have them confused with Starfish. In Warcraft. <laughs> so fucking well, this, great. God, there's a great one with that my, uh, my brother, my brother and me show we went to in uh in Birmingham. One of the Yahoos was like, Are there are there any animals as giving as lizards? Lizards can their tails can just pop off and they can grow back. So if a bird comes after a lizard, lizard stays alive, bird gets yum yum tail. Is there any other animal as giving <laughs> as that? Fucking I'll never forget the line bird stays al- or lizard stays alive, bird gets yum yum tail. <laughs> um, That's incredible. Uh, so, uh, also, uh, how much yeah, do you Jesse, know about Boogeyman either? I know he was I know about the B-Man a little bit. Age. Yeah, he lied about he's his age on 42. He's 42 here. Yeah. 42. He debuted like two months ago. And he's 42. He lied about his age on Tough Enough. He was 40 and the cutoff age was 35. He told them he was 30. Yeah. And it was, I think it was Million Dollar Tough Enough, the, which has like, you know, Miz and yeah. um, Ryback and um, all those guys on there. But yeah, I just, he's so old already. I don't know what i mean let's be honest this gimmick this, but it's funny this gimmick doesn't scream i'ma take some bumps yeah no this gimmick i don't know is what like... the, um i don't know what this gimmick screams other than screams yeah like, like that's, all, that's, that's all... like, like what's i mean it screams in a here? muffled it screams in a muffled noise because he has to hold all those worms in his mouth God. for so long like, like the dude a... was dedicated, and he was so. You know, dedicated. he squashes Booker at this WrestleMania. I did oh, not. I know, I know, I know. Uh, he does. Yeah, it's we. I like, don't... Bo- like Booker comes out and Charmel comes out terrified as hell. Boogeyman yep. comes out and just basically scares Booker T into submission. Jesus yes. God, yep. it's, it's really it's a bad. three minute match. I don't like, Martin Wright. Martin yeah, Wright is so the, high on him. The gentleman's name. Like, and what was like, the point? What was he's the... come back. Like he's uh he was on the Edge yeah. Christian show a couple times on the network. Uh yeah. It was I mean it's weird. It's such good a weird for him. Gimmick. Yeah. He He cares. Well, I do love the fact I do love the fact that he is that he was built from the bottomless pit. From the bottomless pit. <laughs> I love bottomless it. Pit. 
And now he's apparently like I'm checking out his Wikipedia. He's an aer- aerobics instructor, I can which see that. I he's mean, in great shape. I mean, it makes sense because that dude gyrating like that yes. all around. It's like good for him. He's 54 right now. My yep. goodness, yes. yeah. Boogeyman squashes the Miz in Armageddon 2006 in two and a half minutes. That sounds about right. I mean, let's I'm be honest. I'm just looking at honest. all the Boogeyman matches because there's only probably like ten of them in existence. <laughs> it's great because it's great because JBL actually did the job for an up and comer. That's the thing. It's like so so JBL who was older than him. Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so let's let's just run through this and less time than like we've already talked about this along in the map. So JBL yes. keeps trying to run and hide. Uh the he pushes Jillian Hall into the boogeyman. Uh, boogeyman like puts her like gets her pinned on the mat and just starts spitting worms onto her. Uh, JBL Which, runs bless in, her, attacks, yeah, bless God. her soul for taking that. Yeah. I hate worms, so it's, there you go. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, JBL attacks Boogeyman. The match begins. JBL misses the clothesline. Boogeyman hits his finish. Beats JBL in a minute fifty four. Former dominant world champion JBL jobs to the boogeyman. At one in one fifty four, at one of the biggest pay per views of the year, I'm coming to get you. It's so weird. Okay, but, I mean, but yeah, like he did it, and that's like for JBL saying a lot. Yeah. yeah. So we go to the back where Vince is with the ladies. It's bad. It's, it's very, very bad. bad. It's very bad. Then he gets hit on but. by he gets hit on by Noobs's boy Shelton's mama. Mm. <laughs> My boy. Uh, Shelton draws his number, says he's going to throw HBK over the top rope. Then Joey Mercury and Johnny Nitro get their draws. Uh, so it's time for the Rumble. I like how they, they go out of their way to point out that the Rumble is 15 Raw and 15 SmackDown superstars. That was uh, I interesting. That was cool. I looked at yeah, this Yeah, I wish they Rumble. did that a little more. 15 for Raw this year, including Nia Jax. 11 SmackDown, 3 NXT, and 1 free agent legend in Jeff Jarrett. Uh, this year kind of cool okay yeah uh so it's at least like kind of balanced uh it makes sense that smackdown has fewer because in kayfabe smackdown has a small like so when they did the initial brand split draft smackdown got like one less pick per round because smackdown had one fewer hour uh so when they did the brand split draft in 2016 each round would go raw smackdown raw smackdown raw uh, so Raw could get more picks, uh, because it had an extra hour. So it makes sense. Uh, a lot yeah. of good that did for the programming. But yep. anyway, uh, video package starts off with the jobbers, Chris Masters, Bobby Lashley, Matt Hardy, then Ray, Benoit, Orton, Booker, HBK, RVD, Carlito, Kane, Big Show, and Triple H. Okay. We're pausing here. Kane. Yes. The mayor. The mayor. Has a moment where it says, where he says, I say Carlito is my first victim and 29 more await me. Yep. Not how math works, Kane. Not how math works at all. That's always the Royal Rumble thing where it's like I like the like the Undertaker in nineteen ninety two was in there like I've dug twenty nine graves and yeah. But yeah. yeah, but he 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 it would added be it though. Where he's like, it would be twenty eight away. It should have been twenty eight, but yep. it's just like all righty. But whatever. the rumble, it, like, it's always twenty nine. Yeah, like you you perk your ears up at twenty nine and thirty. Nobody like twenty eight. What are you talking about? You trying to make me do math? Get out of here, mayor. Yep. <laughs> uh, Get out of here, mayor. God, I, Bert, the there's some first guys this called, one and then another and then another then twenty nine more. Yes. Uh, <laughs> 
there's some there's a group of guys the well-read comedy tour they uh they're a bunch of comedians from the south who uh are the uh they wrote the book the liberal rednecks manifesto that i hold very dear to my heart uh and one of the guys uh, they just released a stand-up album and one of the guys is like man shit's got too crazy i'll sit in there with my wife looking through the news and i said hey honey yeah you remember Kane, the Undertaker's deformed, burned up, demonic half brother? <laughs> yeah, he's a mayor in Knoxville now. And she was like, "That sounds about right." And then that's when I realized that our world is like we we need to come back. <laughs> it's um, good out. Everybody you check it out. voted for Trump, man. What are you talking about? I'm joking. I don't know. He didn't. Uh, he's he's very specifically the liberal redneck. Uh, I know, I was... Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, Lillian Garcia is explaining the rules. My heart breaks because it's not Fink. Uh, <laughs> and then and then the spirit squad interrupts her. God. And the crowd they, doesn't react at all. <laughs> and the crowd goes mild. Uh, Here's the beginning of the real end, boys. Yeah, they did a cheer, and then they left. And then Lillian finished explaining the rules. Number one. Who is number one? Oh, that's why he looked so distraught. It's Triple H. And, and number great. We get to watch him walk for three minutes. Yep. And then number two is Ray. He comes out in Eddie's Lowrider, and there's a really good shot of Triple H's face, and you can tell he is trying really hard not to smile. Like, yeah. that's such a good moment, and it's obvious. You can see it all over his face, how much it means. I, like, even Triple H is like, oh, man, this is this is fucking cool. Because he knows what's about to happen for the next hour and how much yeah. it's going to mean. Uh, though, with Ray winning, why not have him come out at number one? So he can I... always be in the conversation of one of the few men who won the Rumble from the number one spot. Because... There's no difference at number one or number two. It's the same. He does still have one. the moniker of been there the longest. And I think it I, has to do yeah. with the low rider itself. Getting that oh, out there and stuff. Point. That's I, a good I, point. Because as you were talking about, about it, I was like, that makes sense. Why is it number two? Logistically, they had to move the car in and everything while Triple yeah. H was doing his entrance. And also, that entrance is freshest in your mind when the match starts. Yeah, and uh, and then, because like, if he came out first, then Triple H would have to do his entrance around yeah. the lowrider. Uh, yeah, and all that. That's a good point. Um, and he did get the Iron Man, you know, the, the record there. The uh, Iron which, Maniest. Yes, which... Uh, Still stands to this day if if you yep. don't count the Greatest Royal Rumble. And boy, howdy do WWE do. <laughs> uh, do they? No, they don't. Yeah, they, they actually do. But yeah, I mean, if you look up their official no. like records, then like Braun Strowman has the record for most eliminations, and Daniel, and Daniel Bryan, Bryan has the longest. Yeah, yep. but uh, they they <laughs> did during this year's Royal Rumble. They, they did. They mentioned the their Royal names. Rumble by the numbers. Yeah. Listen, Damn. if anything, right, Vince does that just so he can bring back the Titus O'Neil slide. Yeah. He like, does that yeah, only seriously. because of that. Absolutely. If you wipe away the greatest Royal Rumble, you also wipe away Titus World slide. And I'm not ready to see that slippery motherfucker get Thanos snapped. <laughs> <laughs> Today's his birthday, apparently. It is. I saw Vince tweet about that. I love how verbose Vince gets when he tweets about some birthdays. And then I think about the time he tweeted out just... 
happy birthday at Shane McMahon. Yeah, it's like thank you, Shane. God, you gave alive me nothing well. in mo- yeah. in life. Because like, because like on John Cena's birthday, he was just like, oh, he's the Roger Cummins of the WWE. <laughs> he's this, that. He's he, he'll give you a reach around if you ask politely. He's the best. And then somebody just pulled up Shane's birthday. And just happy birthday at Shane McMahon. Yeah, it's <laughs> so. Like, although, to be fair, oh. there is literally zero chance Vince has ever written one of his own tweets. Yeah. No, no, no. There's one of them that he definitely, definitely wrote. It was the one where it's like, I'm 73 years old. Thanks for the, thanks to the three people that wish me happy birthday. LOL. In all That's right. caps. That's, that is, that is him. a 70 year old man tweet. Yeah. That is him. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. That's him. Like, yes. Right. Uh, so, uh, oh, big Eddie man. Chan. And the match is underway. Oh, I, I, yeah. Like the problem was, I stopped watching this pay per view and started watching it this morning. Yeah. After last night's Game of Thrones, and then knowing that I was going to watch Endgame again today. <laughs> just like so you are, what just am an I? Emotional wreck. What am I doing with myself? I'm 30 yeah, years man, old. I can't keep you. doing this. <laughs> like, oh. God. Uh, but uh. So anyway, Triple H will square off for a while. And then the number three entrant, Simon Dean, comes out. Hey, Jesse? Who the, the fuck, fuck is Simon, Simon Dean? Dean? Yes. Simon Dean was a fitness instructor that they brought in to feud against Eugene back in like 2004, 2005. Oh, God. And I am not making this up. Things. This is where noobs know yeah, things. Oh, shit. Kind of I, right in your lane. Who the fuck this is, is my Simon? lane. 03 to 06. Is yeah. pretty much me. Let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. It sounded like you were almost doing like a very flat, crusty <laughs> ground. And he came out. He's the one who came out on the Segway, right? Yep. Yeah. Dear God. Uh, he works over Ray as Triple H watches. He thinks he eliminates Ray and calls for a high five for Triple H, who punches him. Then Triple H and Ray set their differences aside for a moment to eliminate Simon. As he flops like a worm on the ground. He did a good sell when he hit the ground. I'll give yeah. That. Uh, number four is Psychosis. Man, remember when they got Psychosis and Super Crazy, two of the greatest luchadors of their generation, and, and made then them made them Mexican riding, lawnmower riders yep. types? Yeah, and not give them the titles, and not do anything with them. Just like made them like racism incarnate, and then shipped them out. Yep. Uh, Psychosis attempts to eliminate Ray, but Ray counters it to head scissors and quickly eliminates Psychosis. Yeah. Real quick, I need you guys to go look at uh, Simon Dean, aka Mike Boosie, is his real name. Go look at his Wikipedia page because he just looks like fucking AJ Styles' distant cousin. Wait, oh my what? God, you could he convince does. me that was a picture of AJ Styles. Yeah, like, okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, holy yeah, fuck. no, you could you could very easily convince me that that was a picture of AJ Styles. That's like, incredible. Um, I know, it's like right? AJ like, Styles a year fuck? into his retirement. <laughs> wow. That, yeah. I had to let you guys share on that because I, I wanted to see how long God. he was with the company. But yeah, that's even that picture is even weirder. I think God. that face they took that picture when he just realized he looked like AJ Styles. <laughs> the Segway community. Entrant uh, <laughs> number five, wow. Ric Flair comes out. Uh, oh Ric Flair goes after Triple H and chops him into another dimension. 
but he ultimately gets eliminated by Triple H pretty quickly. As the clock counts down for number six, the big show. A bunch of quick eliminations uh, to start the match. Well, um, this is storytelling. Yeah. Foot, five, five hundred pound. Yeah. Big show. Big show goes after his uh, former previous foe, Triple H, and keeps up where Flair left off, chopping Triple H with his casted up right hand. Chop a chop. chop. Uh, he reluctantly hits Ray with a headbutt and then goes back to wearing down Triple H as the clock counts down. Entrant number seven, Jonathan Coachman, who's in yeah. the match for 30 seconds before he gets mm. eliminated by Big Show. Thank yep. everything. Yep. <laughs> uh, great sell by Triple H. Show chops him in the corner, and before Triple H falls all the way over, his knees get really wobbly, and then he hits the mat. Oh, great sell. Oh, yeah, Triple H sells great the sell. fuck out of Big Show hits. He is... Uh, number eight is Bobby Lashley, one of the few examples of a wrestler getting his name extended, as he was just Lashley at the time, and he would get Bobby added to it over the course of the year. Also, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, this is some Twilight Zone shit. Yep. What is also, going <laughs> also, Michael Cole with a really great, like, subtle racist hint. Oh, dear. There, he just says, <laughs> really this- good so- Sorry. Really good and subtle. You know that good racism. Yeah. He I'm, says, I'm, this I'm, man I'm, could be the real dark horse of this match. Uh, it's like, uh, Cole, you don't okay. say that about black people. Oh, my God. Noobs, you're from Minnesota. Chill. I know. <laughs> it's why it stands out. <laughs> black ice robbed me of my balance. Oh, dear God. <laughs> you know what that's from, right, Adam? Oh, what is that from? It's, it sounds um, familiar. It's from Key and Peele. Yeah. Where it's yes, the two black it. weather guys talking about black ice and how it's not a threat, and the white yeah. people talking about how black ice is. I don't yes. know. It's pretty <laughs> scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if you just knew where black ice was and treated it with some respect, it wouldn't bother you. God, yeah, that was good. Um, good. Anyway. Yeah. Finger uh, actually... 11 is still a great band. Lashley takes show out with a backdrop and show runs underneath the bottom rope as number nine Kane comes out to the only good thing Finger Eleven's ever done. Lashley holds holds his own with Kane and it looks really strong until the tenth entrant Sylvan comes out. Hey Jesse, who the the fuck fuck is is Sylvan? Listen, I don't know either. (laughs) Like, it's a weird like I I have in my notes Sylvan question mark. Yeah. Do we know who he is? No. Like I'm. Like when I'm saying it, I mean it as well. Uh, he gets a actually he gets his name extended too. He's a uh, Sylvain Grenier, which um, he gets part of. He was part of La Resistance, so it got shortened and then added it again because oh, he's still he around till 2007. That's right. Because right. uh, he gets back together with Rene Dupree for La Resistance and ECW WWE in yep. 07, and then they break up and he gets released. Yep, it's weird, man. So without that Grandier, I had no clue actually. Yeah, and I had to look him up, and I was like, "Oh shit!" He, uh, boy, yeah. Uh, he immediately gets eliminated by Lashley. <laughs> uh, but Lashley eats a double choke slam from Kane and Big Show, and then gets eliminated. I got flashbacks of the 2015 Rumble where Kane and Big Show just KO'd everyone and dumped them over the edge. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't even think about that, even though I brought it up last. Yeah. Time. Like that's why it because I really like them God. as like I really like them as like face tag champs in this era though it's very I like interesting it, a lot. it was fun uh, then Kane and Sean and and Kane go after each other as Triple H and Ray sleep 
uh, they get each other, Kane and Show get each other in kind of dual chokes and slowly bend over the top rope. And then Triple H runs up and eliminates the both of them, uh, dumps them over the top. Uh, Golden the shovel activated. Yes, as the clock counts down for number 11, Carlito. Buried. Uh, Carlito was so over. Yeah, in this, yeah, I, he, a, he he had a good, good pop. pop. He he had he a did? top five. He had a top five pop of the rumble, which I was shocked by. I heard yeah. them like, but you know what though? They're in Miami, so it kind of only doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. Miami has more Cubans than Puerto Ricans. Oh, I didn't even mean that. I just meant because it was part of Florida. No, like it's not as many. <laughs> po- 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 Puerto Ricans are in New York City. Don't ask me why. They just are. Now, not as not really many. Again, Puerto that's Ricans not my Florida. point. My point is Florida. Why do you keep bringing up where Puerto Ricans are from? <laughs> I don't understand why Florida makes it more likely to cheer Carlito. I thought it was just because he was because they Latino. suck. Oh, because okay, Florida's fair. bad. Uh, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> Damn. Uh, Carlito goes after Ray, cutting off Sorry. cutting off Ray's comebacks. Don't but you Faruk us? God, Tri- Triple H thumbs <laughs> Carlito in the eye. But Carlito counters a back body drop attempt with a kick, and the clock starts to count down to entrant number 12, Chris Benoit. Uh, Again, rejected. over as fuck. Yep. Oh no, I think he got, yeah, I think this is one of the biggest pops he's probably had in a while, because like, yeah. I think this is around where he kind of had a small break beforehand. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm trying was to remember. It, did he Because he lost. Because that... he just lost the title. Yeah, that's what's about. To no, ask. no, no. That was a year ago. Yeah, oh, he lost no. the U.S. title. Yeah, he lost the I U.S. Think. title to Booker T. That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah, because it was him and Booker T in the best seven series. Yeah, and then there was this weird thing where Randy Orton had to f- do the last match for him because Booker faked yes. an injury. Yeah, so there was that stuff going on. Uh-huh. But yeah, go on. Uh. Oh, it's probably also his connection with Eddie. Because of yes. course it is. Uh, oh, yeah. Benoit suplexes Ray into the next area code before going after Triple H and then Carlito, who flips out of the suplex, but Benoit gets Carlito in the crossface, uh, which is a cool spot that wears Carlito down, but in kayfabe, you know, you ain't winning the match like that. Uh, he attempts to suplex Triple H over the top rope, Benoit does, uh, to the outside, and the two have dueling suplex attempts before Benoit gets to the top rope, delivering a flying headbutt to Triple H. Uh, out next is number 13, United States Champion Booker T. Uh, or, excuse me, <clears throat> let me rephrase. Here comes, number thir- Here comes number 13, United States Champion Booker T. There goes number 13, United States Champion Booker T, as he is eliminated by Benoit in 18 seconds. Bing! What? Tell uh, me he did not just do that. Joey Mercury is number 14. Like, so he's a part of Eminem, which yes. is uh, Mercury, Nitro, Nitro and Molina. Yep. It always felt like a weird pairing because like Nitro and Molina are very striking, interesting, like beautiful people. And Joey Mercury is Joey Mercury. And it's a goddamn God shame what happened to six him. Inches. I, I swear he loses six inches when he shaves off his head. Yeah, like I don't remember him being that short in J like, security. The whole thing I, with 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 Joey Mercury was with Eminem is like these are guys from Hollywood and the, everybody in this group is beautiful. But you're looking at Joey Mercury and you're like, I have eyes, Vince. What are you? Are you? Yeah. Who, who is but this Joey Mercury man over here? Yeah. When did he have his injury? Yeah. When did he get um, his nose it's, busted? It's this. I'm pretty sure. 
No, it's not uh, this. It's a ladder match the with the well, Hardys. I, I meant, I meant this like year. This run? I'm sorry, I didn't finish. Yeah, yeah. like this run. Um, yep, Armageddon 06 because the Hardys yeah, reunite. Is so we're not going to get there. Okay, get I was about to, to say. Let me thank everything. Card. I don't want to relive that. See if we're watching because it's show. a because it's a SmackDown it's and a it's Smackdown like December. Show. That's right. But is this year? I knew it was this year. And this yeah. isn't um, the last time that oh, because so Armageddon 06, their match at the Hardys was a response to their match at December to Dismember because they wrestled the Hardys at December December to Dismember, right? Because like. The Hardys had like an open challenge. Oh yeah, I think and, so. And 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 Eminem responded to it. That's when they had an open challenge for December to Dismember, and they were like, you know, what tag team is going to accept it? And then BG James and Kip James and TNA were like, we accept the WWE's That's open right. challenge. They're like, God. It's... Uh, anyway, number fifteen is Tatanka. Uh, Who the fuck is Tatanka? Oh come Wait, on! Wait, what? Tatanka. I actually don't. I actually don't know who Tatanka. Really, Tatanka was yeah. like a new generation star, man. Like yeah. WrestleMania, he wrestled Shawn Michaels in the opening match of WrestleMania Nine. Uh, oh Jesus! Okay, he was like, yeah, a, he was a pretty big. He went on like a massive winning streak. Uh, back okay. in the day, he was a pretty big Be- deal. Crazy. Before Tatanka came out, I had a note that was like Benoit seriously has the best German suplexes. It's the it's in the so industry. Good. Ever. Fight me, Lesnar. Yeah, but no, don't, it's nobody. But, like, yeah. but, but don't, don't actually but fight don't. me. Is, yeah. Fuck, is he outside? I heard a noise. Um, <laughs> Who knows? Just Minnesota. A bear. That's fine. He knows Minnesota. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, Tatanka is like, and he is actual, like, he does have, like, actual Lakotan blood in him. Uh, yeah. That's at cool. least, like, a, a significant chunk Native American. And, uh, yeah, he would, he was never that good. But he was very popular back in the new generation, like and 1993, come, 1994. What? Uh, Andre the Giant uh, Memorial Battle Royal thing. It was, it was back WrestleMania in. 32 in Dallas. Yeah, he because in, that was out of, him. In, so here's the thing. He was in the Battle Royal. He did not get a special entrance. He did not get the camera on him yeah. for the first 10 minutes of that Battle Royal. And then was all a of a sudden, of, like... like wasn't it just Cole like, that just said, oh my like, god, it's Tatanka like, in there? Like we, yeah. I, I watched yeah. it with a group, and there was just like a moment of like, who, who is that? Is, is that fucking Tatanka? Right. Yeah. It was <laughs> really it was one of, That's right. It, yeah. That's Tatanka. Okay. I, because that got overshadowed, because that was the one with Shaq and yeah. Baron Corbin. <laughs> god, of course. I was listening um, to a podcast, and they were talking about celebrity uh, uh, involvement at WrestleMania, and they were talking about Shaq. And one of the guys just does a Shaq impression. He's like, you say I was the first one in the ring. I know the ring. I throw anybody out of the ring. Tell Charles. Tell Charles that. Tell Charles Barkley. I know the ring. That's why I got four rings. Tell Charles. Tell Kobe. I got four rings. Fuck y'all. I know the ring because I throw everybody out the ring. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What were you going to say, Jesse? I I actually vaguely remember. Super weird. Um, He turned heel and had like... Was about to have a really big rivalry with uh, Bobby Lashley yeah. later in this year, but something happened and they just got rid of it. Like the, the this Tatanka return was weird because it wasn't a one off. Like he had a run. Like, yeah, that's for, what I'm saying. It's yeah. so weird. It's so weird. Uh, but yeah, like it was strange. And he comes out and the whole crowd starts doing the tomahawk chop because they're in Florida. He was the Miz's debut match and Miz won. Huh. <laughs> I'll be damned. 
Uh, Interesting. Uh, Johnny Nitro is out at 16. Benoit almost eliminates Triple H, and Mysterio skins the cat like three times to avoid elimination as the crowd just starts to chant Eddie again. And I cry again. It's just, yes. It's happening. The chant is cut off by the clock counting down number 17, Treasure, Trevor Murdoch. Big so, boy number six! What so, a flabby ass jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> right? Like, he looks like point, wet paint. So, like, there's a bunch of jobbers in the ring, right? Oh, yeah. It, the, the entire second half of this match, I kept waiting for the, like, Undertaker, everybody out of the pool spot, and it never happened. Like, there was never that moment where some big dominant giant comes in and eliminates, like, five guys, which you always have at the Rumble, and it never happened this time, and it felt weird. No, like, because Triple like, H was already in the ring, right? Yeah, like... Well, like, well, I would say the closest to that is uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, but he eliminates two people? Three people. And uh, those are... Those okay, are over I thought the, I deleted those, like four no, like, it was like Those were skin the cat moments, yeah. Like, Triple H and Ray both eliminated six. RVD mm-hmm. eliminates four, and Shawn Michaels eliminates three. And yeah. everybody, all the other ones are like one here, two here. There was no dominant performance in this match other than Triple H and Ray. It's weird, man. Yeah. It's... We'll get to it. This is a weird... Uh, anyway. Big Show and Kane were out early, too. They were out early. Like... Kane was out in four minutes. This match really could have used uh, the... Undertaker. Anyway. 18's, number 18 is Eugene, which really just puts a cherry on top of everything we've been saying. I mean, uh, Eugene is over. Eugene is very over. He is very... That's, I would rather I have... I would rather have... Really? Like, I would rather have one Eugene than 18 Trevor Murdoch's. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. Like, I actually really want to go back and watch the Raws leading up to the 05 SummerSlam where Triple H beats the shit out of Eugene. I want to oh see how boy. they made that work. They they didn't. I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, they weird, it man. still it still happened. It's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, Eugene and Murdoch eat a double bulldog from Ray before number 19 Legion of Doom Animal comes out. I didn't realize he was still wrestling. Fucking animal. Yeah, it's he's there, and he teamed up with Heidenreich, I think, in yeah. 05. Yeah, but I remember it's that. It's all bad. It's, it's because, bad. like, like Hawk died in 2003, and I thought he stopped yes. shortly after Hawk died, but no, he kept going. It's weird. Yep. Uh, Eminem tried to eliminate Ray as entrant number 420 RVD comes out. And this is just RBD and returning to out. Royal Rumbles. Man, I, like, that y'all, y'all sandbag that. I thought that was a good joke. Damn. I, I was about to laugh, but I, I said was it like, was yeah. he was entrant number 420 because he was entrant number 20. I mean, listen, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> this is because I, I poked the bear about finger 11. He runs wild without eliminating <laughs> anybody, comes face to face with Benoit, then takes out Eminem before eliminating Road Warrior Animal. Uh, number 21 is Orlando Jordan, or as Vince likes to call him, Shelton. Like, I don't know, with that hair and stuff, it's like fucking Velveteen Dream, like 10 years too. I, isn't, isn't Orlando Jordan one of the people who just don't get mentioned anymore? Pretty much. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, they, he was black gold dust, honestly. Well, no, I think he's blacklisted. There's like, something yeah. with him. <laughs> I don't He I was mean, like, I don't know why. I don't know if there was much controversy there. It's 
it's weird though like he doesn't get talked about like he never gets brought up yeah i think it's just because he didn't really have much to do like he was jbl's henchman for a little while but he was jbl's virgil and yeah. he had the U.S. title for a little while, but eh. yeah, yeah. I meant Black Gold Dust because he like would put on glitter paint and be all like androgynous, yeah. sexy, creepy man. Yeah, um, it's, I think it's I think it is them mishandling the fact that he was like oh he was and is openly bisexual, and yeah. so he is not straight like everyone who has come before him, and so they were instead of just being like let's let's take this with the responsibility and respect that it deserves. Like put him in glitter. Yep. Yeah. I, I think it's not that he's blacklisted. I don't think he gives a shit about WWE caring about him. And so WWE has no reason to bring yeah, him up. I, I don't think okay. either party That's really fair. cares that much. That's yeah. fair. He was only there uh, for like three years, so whatever. yeah, that's the other thing. Like he was there. Like they don't bring up MVP time. for anything. Yeah, which like, is MVP a damn was, shame. It is a yeah. shame. MVP is really good. MVP like tries his hardest to get back in, and nobody wants him. It's yeah, sad. it's weird. Uh, but yeah, like he was there from 03 to 06, which are which is not an era that gets talked about a lot, just in general. And yeah. I I think this Royal Rumble is a good example why. Uh, yeah. Michael Cole says, there's so much demand, so many people here, there's standing room only here at the Rumble, as the camera has a great shot of everyone sitting down. Yep. Uh, Carlito skins the cat really well, and the clock counts down for number 22, Chavo Guerrero. Another Ooh. Eddie chant as Chavo runs wild, delivering the three amigos to Joey Mercury. Okay, I will argue, Chavo Guerrero is the man who benefited best unfortunately from eddie's death yeah because if you don't remember he was in that kerwin white bullshit phase of his career when eddie died yep where he was pretending to be the golfing like white blonde haired guy the moment the moment eddie died yeah they threw that out Oh my god. Like because Absolutely. it sucks because you see him on the Eddie Guerrero tribute show, he has blonde hair. Yeah. And you're just like, what is this? this but is you forget. True. Like they, they immediately you that don't night, remember. <laughs> they immediately that night ref like introduce him as Chavo Guerrero. Yeah. But he was playing as Kerwin White for a year almost. God, what a weird fucking thing. He got to be a really good heel, and we'll see it because it's at SummerSlam. Um, They really just replay Eddie. They take out Dominic, but they just replay Eddie versus Ray from 05, and it's Chavo and Ray in 06 SummerSlam. Really? Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I forgot about that. I forgot he was a heel with that. The last half of 06 is Chavo's best. Like as a as it's his highest peak as a heel, or, or he gets recognition and shit. He becomes ECW champion, and that'd be nice. Except he gets squashed in eight seconds at WrestleMania by Kane. Yep. But but before that and stuff, him fucking up Ray's life was really his best work. Ah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it man. Uh. Also, the fact I know you're about to say. It Chavo doesn't go over the top rope. He does. No, he doesn't. He goes. He goes in between the ropes, climbs up to the top, 
to the top turnbuckle, and then Triple H throws him out. Yeah, which means he got sent over the top rope from the. If you're on the top turnbuckle, you're above the top rope. Bullshit. So if you get pushed out, you're oh, you go over the top rope. I don't. I don't like, care if, for that. Like, no, if you're at the top, if we you're are standing on the top on turnbuckle. The you are standing on top of the top rope. So you are over the top rope. Anytime uh, you're on the turnbuckle, you're over the top rope. I guess. But it's just like... It, it's like, like owning all the air in yeah. north of China. It's like it's like a, if you go through the middle ropes, like it's, it's, like a, it's like a force field. Like you go through the middle ropes and come in and Triple H throws you over and you're like, ah, ha, ha, you didn't negate my middle rope trickery. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, Chavo gets on the top rope, and he's going to do, like, a frog splash. But Triple H just pushes him off the top rope to the floor. Uh, as number 23, Matt Hardy V1, comes out. I don't know if you knew this, but uh, he can he can box a tornado, and he does he, not like mustard. He, um, he got a really good pop, too. His Matt Hardy V1 theme, underrated theme. Very slam good theme. A it's, it's slam, not box. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's so I can good. dry up the sea, yeah. God, yeah. I love Matt Hardy's V1 theme. Uh, oh, yeah! Uh, Tatanka gets eliminated by Eminem as number 24 Super Crazy comes out. And then, oh, hey, look, I guess there is another main event guy in the company as number 25 Shawn Michaels comes out. Wow. He, eliminates, he eliminates Trevor Murdoch. <laughs> and he almost cute. gets eliminated by Carlito. Then number Ooh, 26 is the masterpiece Chris Masters. Uh, yeah. boy you know himself. what I realized? Um, was that because when I watched this, watched all this stuff before, I was just you know a kid getting into wrestling. But now yeah. that I'm a older, wiser, smart, oh, uh, you're a um, mark. I oh, get dear. it. I his gimmick isn't that he's the masterpiece. His gimmick is that he's the youngest ever at anything. <laughs> yes, it's pretty much. <laughs> I'm going to be the youngest man to win the Elimination Chamber. I'll be the youngest yep. man to be WWE Champion. I'll be the youngest man to win the Royal Rumble. So, so when he turned 25, Vince was over, yep. like, done with him. He's like, ah, oh, god damn it. It was like, I work for Randy Orton. Uh, yep. Oh, he turned something... 25, let him loose. You want to know something weird? Yeah. Randy Go Orton on. now is five years younger than DDP was when DDP won his first world title. Jesus fucking Christ. Randy's such a child still. Randy, oh yeah, 39. he's a baby. Yeah. Like DDP was 44 when he won his first world title. Which says something DDP. about how early Randy started and how late DDP and how started. Late. Yeah. DDP started when he was like 30, wasn't no, he? He's, no, he, no, was he like, started when he was like 38. Yeah, oh my like god. 30, he was like 36, 37. In I can't like remember. It's a really, it's a really silly story. He like didn't know what wrestling was, wasn't into it, and he was like a mechanic or something. Like he worked uh, for somebody. He he um, drove. He owned the pink Cadillac that right. the Honky Tonk Man rode That's to also at true. one WrestleMania, and DDP drove that Cadillac. He was at like okay. WrestleMania seven or something like that. I wonder listen, if I'm just mixing all that together. Listen, I just turned 30 and my back spasmed a little bit right? thinking about this shit. And it's know, like, I'm, oh no. I'm turning 30 later this year, and I, it feels like this year is a very slow version of the gif from Matt Hardy, or Matt Hardy, from Matt Damon and Saving Private Ryan as he just turns old. <laughs> It isn't, uh, but let's be honest here. <laughs> like, like I had the weekend of a fucking lifetime because it's like, hey, look, Endgame. Hey, look, 30th birthday. Hey, look, Game of Thrones, season eight, episode episode three. It's and then, like, 
and then because you because life requires balance and all things must be equal. Hey, look, Royal Rumble 2006. Yeah, uh, you fuck. <laughs> no, I really feel, guys. Number 27 is Viscera, a.k.a. Mabel. It takes them less than 20 seconds to say, Viscera is so big, it's going to be really hard to get him over the top rope. There's also a moment where Cole says, seems like I've seen Viscera wear those colors before in the WWE. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was amazing with that Mabel reference. I'm surprised, I'm surprised King didn't say that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also, Matt then, Hardy doesn't deserve what happens to him. Uh, even though that good true. Kevin Dunn directing, because we don't really see what happens to Matt Hardy. Viscera is about to hit his big splash move, and the camera cuts to just a shot of Joey Mercury as Viscera does it. So we don't get yeah. to see. Uh, Wonderful. Matt goes for a twist of fate on Mabel, but Mabel counters and eliminates Matt. Uh, we are in the final stretch, number 28, Shelton Benjamin, accompanied by Noob's boy, Shelton Benjamin's mama. Thank you. Uh, look at Viscera. They're climbing him like they climbed Brokeback Mountain. Thanks, King. Yeah, no, that yeah. was... Oh, God. Uh, number 29 You didn't watch the, the movie, did you, Jerry? Nope. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, number 29 is the big return. Gold Dust is the surprise entrant for this Fucking Rumble, making awesome. his return after a couple years. Uh, he was gone for a couple years? He was gone for a while, I think, because this was after his first uh, stop in TNA. Because uh, he was in TNA before Black Rain. Wait, um, yeah. what? Yeah, he, he was, was in, in TNA, TNA in 0405. 0405, yep. He was in TNA 0405. He has had six... The Lone Star had, Dustin Runnels, or Dustin Rhodes. He has had five... He has had six runs, separate runs in WWE. Yep. And he's in all elite wrestling now. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he left. Like, he posted a good video. He's wrestling Cody at Double or Nothing. Yeah. That's adorable. I love it. Yep. Um, but yeah. Uh, but so he he did make it. He re-debuted in October. Uh, but he wasn't. He didn't really do much. And so he hadn't been on TV for a while when he showed up at the Rumble. Uh, but he was gone by June for no showing. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, drugs. Alcohol. And then next year he would be... Uh, he would be Black Rain in TNA. Uh, just for saying it, that you got blocked by him by I did Twitter. just get blocked by Goldust on Twitter. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't think anyone has more separate runs in WWE than Goldust. Uh, I think Marty Jannetty might be up there. Jannetty? Runs or big appearances? Shows? No, like, Marty got fired a lot and then rehired. Would Big Show count? No, runs? because Big He's Show's never been left. There. Like that's the thing with, with 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 for us like for the sake of this you argument, have to be released and then come back. being released and then being oh rehired. okay then yeah Goldust prob uh, man Janetti Janetti has four RVD runs. might have it yeah yeah Janetti has four um let me see I yeah, think one, well Rob two, didn't start to low one I think Rob's only four. got three or four runs yeah um. One, it, Rob's only got two. Yeah, Rob's only one got to two. 07 and then 2013, 2014. Yeah. Dang. The one off appearances, appearances don't count. Those are just cameos. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. um, Jericho's yeah. going to get there whenever, if he comes back, I think it'll be his fourth or fifth. Yeah. That's a big if, though, at this point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but he's hitting age. Yeah, and not exactly, you know, he's. 
he's a bit of persona non grata at the moment so just a little <laughs> bit yep uh back to the match orton hits mabel with an rko and boy that's a hell of a sentence uh-huh. <laughs> uh chris masters and cargado eliminate mabel and chris masters is the dumbest guy in the world because cargado turns on him again yeah the second time in a row and i still don't understand how they get a tag title shot at mania they do yes i keep they're still I've been saying team? this for months god chris masters is the dumbest person since it's all Sting the hgh adam yeah it's yeah. very his testicles are shrunk uh carlito turns on him and eliminates chris masters he gets attacked by gold dust orton eliminates orlando jordan uh, oh yeah, Orton came in at number thirty. I think I might have missed that. It's uh, really crazy with Orton seeing him without those skull tattoos. Yeah, baby yep. Orton. Like I forgot that he had those weird like I'm uh, I'm an edgy teenager tattoos yep. like shoulder things. Yep. We like, don't even get his full uh, entrance music, which I love that fucking song. It's hey, nothing. Burning, burning my light slaps. I I know a lot of these songs because when I first started watching wrestling, I managed to get my hands on like WWE 12, which I think was the first one where they dropped SmackDown versus Raw, the video game. And I managed to get my hands on that pretty quick and I'll play it occasionally. In that one, there was no licensed soundtrack. There was only various theme songs. And that one would play the original Dolph Ziggler theme would play... The original Drew McIntyre theme would play, which was just a ripoff of Turn the Page by Bob Seeger. Oh, uh, no. It was a, like almost note for note. It might have been closer to the Metallica. It was a, it was a ripoff of the Metallica cover of Turn the Page by oh, Bob Seeger. Oh, from Garage Inc. Okay. Uh, it's weird. It's worth listening to. So I, I have a reference for all of these weird theme songs that haven't been used in years because they were all in that game and would play on like the main menu and when you were just scrolling around menus and stuff. Uh, Orton eliminates Orlando Jordan. Eminem zone in on HBK, but Michaels fights out and eliminates Mercury by binking Johnny Nitro into Mercury. Then HBK eliminates Johnny Nitro doing his, oh, y'all think y'all can skin the cat? Let me show yeah. you how you skin the cat. The exact same flip, banging himself, flipping himself back over the top rope uh, that he did back in 96, I believe. Uh, uh, but he's taken out by Shelton. Uh, Shelton's victory is short-lived as HBK flips him over to the ring apron and super kicks him to eliminate him from the rumble. Vince's music hits, and he walks to the ring, staring down HBK. He, he gingerly walks this yep. time because yeah, he... <laughs> He ain't walking fast to tear them because oh, that was again. a year. That was a the last. Year that was a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he walks to the ring, getting to ringside, and he shit talks uh, HBK as Shane gets in the ring and eliminates HBK. Uh, and then proceeds to dance for literally, yes. literally like thirty seconds. That's pretty good. Uh, and RVD as the face is just standing there, going, "I don't know what to do." Yeah. <laughs> like. Uh, Sean gets back in the ring to attack Shane. Triple H catches him in a pedigree attempt, but Sean counters and hits Triple H with the sweet chin music. And then, so Sean runs after Vince and Shane, and then Shane runs to the back, but Vince stays out near the entrance. And Vince is just like, Shane, I'm you go get Shane. He's the one that threw you out. Go get him. Not me. Go get him. Which get him! No, I, it I wasn't me. Fuck you. Yes. Uh, back in the ring, RVD eliminates Carlito. Uh... RVD, Triple H, Orton, and Ray are the final four. And which is a solid final four. I could oh, you could legitimately yeah. see any of these guys winning. 
Yep. I thought that this was one of the better Final Fours in a good time. Yeah. Uh, they each get in a corner and stare each other down. Ray goes after Triple H. RVD goes after Orton. Ray and RVD form an alliance, taking out Triple H and Orton and hitting tandem moves on both heels, standing tall as the crowd chants for them. Uh, RVD goes for a top rope to the top rope for a frog splash, but Triple H takes him out, crouching him on the ropes. Ray charges Triple H, who counters and throws Ray into RVD, causing Ray to inadvertently eliminate RVD from the match. Yeah. Uh, Ray sets Orton up for a 619 and then hits, uh, or Triple H and Orton team up on Ray. Uh, but Ray counters a double power bomb into a double DDT, sets Orton up for the 619, hits Triple H with a head scissors to get him into position, and hits them with a double 619. Uh, Ray hits his, Orton with a seated senton, but gets turned inside out by a Triple H clothesline. Orton hits Triple H with his snap power slam and telegraphs the RKO. Uh, but Triple H counters and hits Orton with a beautiful spine buster as Orton bounces off the ropes. Triple H goes for a spine buster, but Ray counters into a head scissors and eliminates Triple H to a huge pop. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, the final two are Ray and Randy, both from SmackDown. Both have yet to win a Royal Rumble. Uh, Triple H yanks Ray out of the ring from under the ropes and, and slams him into the ring steps and then tosses him back in. Randy savors the moment. He really taunts the crowd. Orton picks Ray up, takes him to the ropes, but Ray counters, hits Orton with a head scissors, and eliminates him to win the Royal Rumble in one hour, two minutes, and 12 seconds. Ray has won the Rumble for Eddie, and he's going to a world championship match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, what did you think about this Rumble? I actually like it a lot, um, and I think maybe because it's different than what you said, because, like, I, I understand the issue of not having, like, an everybody get out of the pool situation and stuff, but I think it's mostly also the final four. Um, this felt like they knew where they were going this year more than most years. Because um, Rob Van Dam gets his push, regardless of the weed shit going on. Randy, this is one of Randy's best years after just coming off with Undertaker where they knew even him not getting the title yet, he was future. Ray gets his moment. Triple H is taking a slow route, probably for the first time in his career since he first won the world title. He's taking the slow route to get back to that, and he doesn't get a title until way down the line anyways because uh, he's going to do the DX thing. Um they know what they're doing with Shawn Michaels. Uh, this this just felt like the m- most put together, we know where everything's going and what's happening later kind of situation. Um, Booker T getting eliminated in 20 seconds by Chris because their deal's not done. Um, all that kind of stuff. I liked it a lot. I really did. Uh, what about you, noobs? <sighs> it Looking at all the other rumbles and how, like, watched every single one of them this definitely was like a yeah it's kind of the same thing it's like oh yeah that person's still on the roster oh yeah that person's still on the roster aside from tatanka and and gold dust really it just felt like kind of like milk like it was just like oh great look like yeah it's happening and not to give ray the wrongdoing here, I still feel like they just the Eddie thing, like having grown up with it, like 
looking back on it, God, is it ham-fisted. It's very ham-fisted. But I do think oh, at least yeah, from I Ray, it's very genuine. It is. It is very genuine. I agree. But, and that's why yeah. I said Ch- Chavo is the man who benefited best from yeah. Eddie's death. Not yeah. Ray. It's, well, they were going to have Chavo win, but the Chavo said no. It just, to me, it just, I don't know. Like, so RVD could have been a really good contender for the belt. Yeah. For this. Well, um, or for the win. Here, here's what I think. Um, I don't think Ray or, or Chavo, because again, they, they asked Chavo if he'd want this storyline. Not not to win the rumble itself, but this storyline okay, going gotcha. in, uh, using using the Eddie thing, and Chavo said it just didn't feel right. Um, that Ray made more sense, so he, yeah, he pushed for Ray. Um, but I, I I really think deciding Ray was gonna win was only the last like two or three weeks because I actually really think if he did not get if Batista did not get injured, it would have been Orton winning, and it would have been Orton and Batista. I can see that. Ooh. Uh, I, cause, cause, cause Orton's the last one eliminated here, and they—you want to talk about ham fisting? They don't think uh, Ray mm. and Kurt Angle are enough yep. for a title match at Mania. They got to put Orton in there as like the heater. So yeah. I really, think, yeah, I really think it was supposed to be Batista and Orton, and then Batista uh, got injured, and he wasn't going to be back for like eight months. Yeah, um, for me. So going back to '92, it was the first time the Rumble had stakes. Uh, you know, 92 was for the title and 93 was the first year where the rumble winner got a world championship match at WrestleMania. Uh, I think this one is firmly like bottom five. Uh, interesting. I think you, everything you said about the final four spot on 100%. Yeah, I agree. The last 10 minutes of this match are amazing. <laughs> it is unfortunate it- that there was 52 minutes before. And I mean, yeah, because it still has Viscera, Chris Masters, it, it Eugene, shows how Trevor thin, Murdoch. So, like, this, this, the W. There's a reason why we talked about how, like, man, they never talk about Orlando Jordan and stuff like that. This roster is so paper thin for anything underneath the main event. It is this one is of true. the worst rosters in WWE history. There is outside of Cena, Angle, Edge, Orton, Triple H, and Undertaker. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. nothing so i'm gonna admit this like for this pay for this rumble when when you guys when you guys said oh we're doing royal rumble 06 i'm like please no yeah like i had a moment where i'm like this rumble isn't that good and like to the point where i remember most of it and i literally skipped yeah like i was hitting the 10 plus button on the on the (laughs) network yeah a few times like i'm just like blame you I hit it and I'm like, oh shit, I remember this moment with Kane. Okay, sweet. Let's play it. It's like, oh my yeah. god, who the fuck is Sylvan? Like, what the it was fuck? Such a, it was so poorly yeah. booked. Like, they, there's no mid card and you had a lot of, like, Ric Flair should have been in the match for longer than 90 seconds. Yeah. He's the he IC champion right now. Yeah. Want to talk about paper thin? Ric Flair has a title. When, when you're. Mid card Iron Man of the match, which you always have, but your mid card Iron Man are Johnny Nitro, Joey Mercury, and Carlito. There's a problem with your Rumble. Uh, but but the last five well, there's minutes also are Chris. Chris Benoit was thirty. 
Yeah. Minutes. Um, oh, yeah, I get But, like, point. you have, like, you have, like, your three main event kind of pseudo Iron Man to prop it up, which is, you know, mm-hmm. Chris, Ray, and Triple H. And then you have a couple of, of, of mid-card guys that you sure. want to focus. But, like, this ain't it, Chief. And But, yeah, like, but again, the end of the match, perfect. Everything, when it gets down to those, like, final... I would even say everything from when Orton comes into the end is pretty entertaining. But, man, it just, it showed, like, the the, the Rumble, I, and it's one of the reasons why I'm glad we did the Rumble here. Because this show was meant to be kind of a snapshot in time. Uh, because yeah. we, pick, we pick an individual storyline or title reign or something like that. But we're not just focusing in on that. We're looking at the entire landscape around it. And the Rumble is yeah. kind of perfect for that because it shows you, here's pretty much the whole roster. Here's everything they're working with at this time. And dear God, they are in dire straits at this point. And uh, I mean, there's also, what more proof do you need that this is it? This is a Rumble and it's in the middle? Yep. We have the two world titles also, after? this should have main evented. Like, I'm sorry, the show should have ended with Ray celebrating. That's the correct ending for this show. Yeah, no, yeah. especially... When, yep. when you talk about something yep. in a minute, actually I'm a happened. little pissed. That could have, yeah. ha- like, the thing that ends this show could have very easily been done on Raw the next night. There's no reason to end the show this way. And oh, yeah. you robbed Ray of that. Uh, it's, I'm not even yeah. talking about that. There's something oh, else okay, that I yeah. think is more, even more bullshit than the actual ending. It's yeah. in the next match, and I'll tell okay. that in a minute. Oh, boy. That's, all right. Uh, so, so, yeah, Ray wins. Great moment um, for a tremendous kind of a, moment. I, I think a, a bit of a subpar mm-hmm. rumble overall, but and then all of a sudden, guess stretch. what? The, 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 yeah. For some reason, they just said, "Let's make the Royal Rumble match the mid card yeah. match." Yeah, what the two fuck? World titles let's, above it. Let's add no, 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 not even just the mid, not even just the main card titles above it. Let's add a fucking Trish and Mickey James segment yeah. to close it out. Just yeah, to we, show you how much we care about yeah, this like shit. Yeah, like Eddie is, or like Ray is celebrating, and we cut to Mickey James thanking Trish backstage for doing the right thing and counting her victory. Then Ugh. we cut to Eddie D. Malenko, Benoit Chavo. You said Eddie so, Ray. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Benoit Dean Chavo and and, Ray. and Ray celebrating Ray's win. Which was uh, so good, I forgot yep. about this moment. Yeah. Edge walks off and is like, you better not use the loophole, Benoit, use the Switch brands, because your, your fairy tale will be over. And so this was something that caught my interest. Because this is a pre-taped vignette. Uh, usually, post-match vignettes like this are live shots. Because they don't want to run the risk of people being able to tell that it's, it's pre-done. But none of them look like they just participated in the Rumble. And to get from Ray celebrating to that moment mid-conversation, there was only about a 90-second gap. Yeah, no, Ray should have Mickey sprinted. James. Like, it would have it been all of them sprinting to the back to set up for that shot. Because there was only there was maybe 90 seconds of that Mickey James segment before they hard cut to Ray and all of them talking back there. Uh, huh. And I do not think there was enough time that. for that. Like that is a now there's a post match segment later that I do think was live, but this one I I think this one was and usually you don't want to do post match segments pre taped because like what if your nose gets busted open and we have a shot we have a pre taped vignette of you well they probably have a contingency for oh we just we'll have something else we just won't do it we'll cut to something else yeah but um. Overall, that's not a criticism. It's still a very good segment. Uh, uh, cool moment to see two of the radicals and uh, and Eddie's cousin or Eddie's nephew, and then uh, get a little bit of heat on the edge going into his world title match. Is very good, just all around. Really enjoyed. I mean, segment. It, 
to me, like with this era, seeing Benoit, Ray, and Edge yeah. all together on screen was something. Like three of the SmackDown Six. Oh, it was no, so four good. Four of the SmackDown Six because Chavo yeah, was there Chavo. too. Yeah, yeah, Chavo was there too. Technically, it's just yeah. yeah. Fucking Malenko, I just yeah. oh man. Because that was after because like yeah. Malenko was a full on road agent at that point. He had stopped wrestling. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh. uh, we get a video package for the WWE Championship match: John Cena versus Edge. Uh, so Gina Cena's still leaning into the thugonomics here. He's still got a. He's not affable John Cena that we've seen. He's still uh He's still leaning on that black scent pretty hard at this. Yeah. Point. So. A scaffolding lowers from the entrance and fills the entranceway with smoke as Joey Styles says it. Joey Styles says it looks like a spaceship. It's a spaceship! Oh my god! Said no one looking at the screen. Yep. Cena's music hits and he comes out uh, over the main entrance, on the scaffolding thing. This uh, is the like, greatest entrance in yeah. WWE this history. Is, this is the part that pisses me off. With confetti. With confetti spooners. John fucking Cena with his goddamn entrance as a fucking challenger after yep. Ray wins that rumble gets confetti. Yeah, John Fuck Cena Super gets confetti. Cena. In, in case in case you didn't yeah. know who was winning tonight. Oh no, yeah. I have it here. Jesus like if I was Christ. watching at the time, this entrance tells me that John's winning this match. Yeah. If you get a special entrance at Mania, you're losing. If you get a special entrance literally any other Anywhere night of the year, else. you're winning. Yep. Uh, especially so, with how Edge doesn't get anything special. He just dumb. comes out. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I fucking hate it. Anyways. Uh, Thanks, I Edge, hate it. Yeah, like this... Uh, spoiler alert, my prevailing thought after this match was, oh, now I get why people hate Cena. Why people hated Cena. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I didn't understand it when I started watching wrestling, and I kind of do now. Yeah, uh, this Edge, definitely helps. Edge and yep. Cena brawl in and around the ring start things off. Cena chases Edge around the ring, and Edge hides behind Lena. Uh, Lito before shoving him and or shoving her into Cena and then using the distraction to spear Cena into the ring steps. Uh, then beautiful heel Edge gets back in the ring, content with a countout victory. Uh, Cena gets close to the ring and uh, Edge hits him with the baseball slide, knocking him into the first row. Cena gets back in the ring and Edge works him over some more, including hitting Cena with a spinning heel kick, which is brave. He's risking the ire of X Pac. Nah. Uh, Edge is in control for the first two-thirds or so of the match, cutting off every comeback Cena has and just taking him apart in any every way he can. You could probably argue it's closer to, like, the first five-eighths of the match, but anyway. Uh, like Cena yeah, he's Edge in control pretty much There's, the, yep, the entire yeah. match. There's a moment when uh, John Cena gets thrown into the crowd. Yeah, that was the and, uh, baseball slide. Yeah, and I just... He takes Don't, forever like he's trying to blade. I've yeah. never understood the idea of let's touch the sweaty guy that was thrown to the crowd thing. Listen, if I have the opportunity to touch John Cena, I'm not going to turn it down. I'm not going to lie to myself. I, but at this point, <laughs> like, it just... Like, listen, God, I can't say any right. point, really. I don't want to touch a sweaty guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay saying, with that. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying that's something you should do. I'm saying I'm a broken human being, but I own that, and I would touch sweaty John Cena. And <laughs> yeah, thank not him everybody's as special as you, Tony Shalhoub. All right, all right, yeah. fair, fucking fair. Why? Did you just call me Tony Shalhoub? Yeah. 
Oh, monk. is it monk? Oh, monk. Okay, because yeah. you don't want to touch the sweaty person. Oh, yeah. that's all right. You know, no, three comedy points. I'll I'll okay you, I'll I'm okay with that. I'm okay with <laughs> yeah. that. I'm just like, yeah. what kind of fucking yeah, no, insult I, I, was see, that? See, I, was... I thought I thought you guys wouldn't understand Tony Shalhoub more than me just saying monk. Like monk, what monk? Monk where? So okay, that's, that's that fair. was the risk that's I fair. took. <laughs> I had a moment where I was like, was there a guy in the crowd that looked like Tony Shalhoub? I don't... Yeah, like, I had a moment, uh, too. I'm like, time yeah. the fuck out. <laughs> Man, Let's can move, we talk about... Moving right along. Can we talk about how much of a bummer it is that people mocked the character's welcome era of USA so, so much that all of those really pleasant shows... I've been watching Psych, and that is the most pleasant... Just, it's very bright and I like colorful, and it makes like me feel song. good... And it's just fun, and the world's on fire. How about yours? And we need more shows like Psych. Santa hits Edge with a bunch of punches, and then Edge counters. Uh, and Cena wins. Look at that. Yay. Cena goes for a top rope leg drop that Edge rolls out of the way of. Edge pins Cena, but Cena gets his foot on the rope. Edge leaps over a corner charge for Cena, and Cena goes for the AA, but Edge rakes the eyes and fights out. Uh, Cena go, Edge goes for a crossbody that Cena rolls through and goes for a pin, but Edge kicks out. Edge gets Cena in a sleeper that he cinches in with his legs, takes Cena down to the mat. Uh, in control, Cena powers out. Edge cuts it off. Uh, and then here we go. Edge calls for the spear, but Cena dodges, and uh, then he hits Edge with a DDT. Time for the finish. Shoulder tackle. Clothesline, swing and a miss, sidewalk slam. You can't see me. Five knuckle shuffle. Cena goes to the pin, but Lita is on the apron distracting the ref. And Cena grabs that Lita. Was, yeah. That was the, like, that distraction from Lita. You could tell Lita is in the, I am getting dog shit right now, so yep. I'm going to act like dog shit as well. Yeah. And, like, she just stands there on the ropes and just, just like, what? Yeah, she, she doesn't Like, get... if I had a cigarette, I'd drag from it right now. <laughs> like, the fuck? <laughs> uh, you call that Cena... a pin, cocksucker. Right. Wait, <laughs> 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 uh -huh. Cena grabs Lita and does, like, the theatrical honeymooners, why I oughta, all his <laughs> fist clenched towards Lita. But uh, Edge charges Cena. Cena <laughs> dodges. I'm just imagining Edge, Cena doing that with like a bowler hat now and yeah, stuff. Zip just... pow straight to the moon. Edge yep. knocks Lita off the apron. Cena hits Edge with the AA. Like, oh, cool. He's going to pin him after the AA. Nope. Locks in the STF, gets a submission victory and the WWE Championship back in 15 minutes and one second. <laughs> I, I, I totally understand why His... people hate John Cena now. 15 minutes and one second because Edge's 15 minutes are up. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty good. It, comedy points. Uh, it was like, but yeah, like it was, Edge was in control the whole time. Cena just won yep. AA and STF and goodbye. <sighs> yep. It was, I totally understand why people hated Cena. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yep. Cause, like, and I'm it, it the continues match. from here. This, yeah. cause, cause the, this uh, is the start. The, the, yeah. Because this is only Cena's second title. Win. Oh yeah. wow, you're right. Yeah. So like, I remember, like, I'm watching it and I'm like, when is Cena gonna get the babyface comeback and the match is gonna start going back and forth? And I like, hit the button on my controller to see like where the time <laughs> is on between the dots on the timeline. It's like, oh, we're like almost done. Yeah, it's uh -huh. not about the match getting going. It's about the match getting done. Yeah, I did. It. I get it. It's God. Ugh. This isn't even a. Uh, isn't even Cena's longest run either. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because he has the 
Because like that title run leading up to him getting injured in 07 is pretty rough. Yep. Does anyone have anything else to say about this match? The mistletoe drop kicks from Edge were glorious. Gorgeous. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. He's That's good. all I got. Did He's underrated. Deal. He's got those pretty good Okada drop kicks. Uh, he's underrated in those drop kicks. Uh, well, so that's it for, that's it, uh, for the show. Seeing this champion, Ray won the Rumble. So it's, what? Huh? <laughs> what? What? There's one more. What could possibly Mark. main event over the Rumble in this? <laughs> and John Kurt, Cena. Kurt Angle versus Mark. Hint. What? Huh? So we cut to Nerdlinger backstage interviewing Edge as he comes back through the curtain. Leave him which, alone. Which I do. No, because Edge, I'm like, oh, hey, look, it's Nerdlinger. And then Edge is just like, don't talk to me, Waldo. And, I'm and, then, like, yeah. and, then, and then, like, there's a moment, there's a moment with Lita where she's like sitting there like nonchalantly, just like kind of okay. And then the moment Nerdlinger like references her, she God just goes, his name is Todd Grisham and he's pretty good. How dare you talk to him? And then Jim Duggan walks up and calls her a hoe. Yeah. Kurt, uh, Josh Matthews interviews Kurt Angle. Fired up. Yeah, you Kurt want to talk Angle about promo. fucking nerdlinger? Say it when Josh Matthews. Josh Matthews weird ass face is on the screen. Listen, I have some affinity for Todd Grisham. Therefore, I will give him a nickname. I have nothing. Giving Josh Matthews <laughs> a nickname, even an insulting nickname, is more energy from me than he deserves. Josh okay, Matthews. You pick on Todd Grisham because you have a sixth grade crush on him. Got it. Exactly. <laughs> you should like, you shouldn't perpetuate that stereotype. That's how people become abusive in their later relationships. But that's never mind. Point. We're moving on. But, but also, have you, I mean, have you seen him? I just want to put him in a locker and then like hug him. Uh, so uh, <laughs> you're in the locker with him. <laughs> yes. Uh, I put him in the locker because I'm because uh, I'm coming in next. Because uh, please so, don't come into any locker. So Kurt Angle no longer has Davari because I guess he's with Mark Henry now. Oh uh, my god! Yeah. So Divari's let me run through like, this. Sure, yeah. Quick. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so so Jesse, what yeah. happened? Because now Kurt so, is world champion. Davari is no longer managing Kurt. Yeah. Is Kurt a baby face? Yeah. Which which is super hilarious that Kurt okay, we'll, is a yeah, baby we'll, face. We'll get there. We'll get there. Mark Henry. We'll get there. Just three weeks earlier, saying that he never was a fan of the black the people. black people. Yeah. And okay. now he's a so, face. But so okay. what happens? So. Super quick. Mark Henry missed all of 05 and most of 04. He was really? in yeah, he he got injured and when he came, was going to come back, he tore his quads at in oh, OVW. Wow. In OVW, like as a practice return yeah. thing. Wow. He tore his quads. So he was gone for almost 2 years and then he returns by beating the shit out of Batista because this was just Vince believing Mark Henry, yeah, just push him and Batista got hurt. So they were like, well, shit, nobody can match Batista. Well, Kurt's not doing anything, and we wouldn't give him that title. So let's just give Kurt this title. So Kurt just shows up with the kayfabe thing that they mentioned that, like, his Raw contract expired, and he came over to SmackDown. Yeah. And he just won the title. And well, is So he won it in a Battle Royal. Is that the same Battle yes. Royal that, like, was WWE's most viewed YouTube video for a long time? I think so. No, Pretty no, sure. that was for a shot at the world title. That wasn't for the world title. I don't okay. Um, but but it was a big deal because this is Kurt's first title in like five years, like world title. Yeah, world title. it's it's out of nowhere, um, man. Yeah, yeah, um, and he only gets it because Batista got injured. Um, 
But yeah, so Mark Henry is just the big scary dude, and they're trying to make him look like a threat. And I guess without tr- actually trying very hard, how else do you make him look like a threat than giving him a world title shot and main event over way more deserving things? Yep. Okay. This is how so, they wanted to go zero to two hundred, and it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> also, this is pre three six mafia Mark Henry, and therefore I do not accept this version of Mark Henry. No, it's post. No, somebody gonna get the ass kick is three six mafia. Oh, he doesn't that, have that song yet. The, the song. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you were making a joke about when he was in a team with um no. the white man is evil Teddy Long. My bad. No, no, no. Three six mafia man. Memphis rap legends. That's uh, right. Excuse me. You're right. Academy oh Award winners. Oh my and god. Memphis rap legends. Three six mafia. But yes, this is pre yeah. pre ass kick. God, underrated theme. Such a good thing. Anyway, it is good. Uh, the crowd is chanting you suck to Angle's theme and the announcers are like oh they're chanting they're chanting you suck at Mark Henry (laughs) but but they actually are because I think that was the whole point of um, Kurt Angle uh, saying oh Mark Henry by the way you suck and when he came out to his entrance he was chanting with them pointing at Mark Henry this is the first time that Kurt kind of like this is the first time he was starting to play into it yeah Yeah. I thought that Um, was pretty good but honestly, yes. like after that, the crowd is just dead. Yeah, yep. like because like, look at what's because it's Mark it? Henry. Yeah, it's like and, this and, is why this is why you don't book the Royal Rumble during the Royal Rumble yeah, pay per view like, in the fucking mid. Mark Henry's got thing, like, like two already done giant meat pies for titties trying to come out of that squished up fucking singlet, and it just don't yeah. Work. And like it's just like you you had Ray win, which is this big emotional moment that drained the crowd. Then Super Cena, which probably drained the crowd even more. And now you expect him to be there for Mark Henry versus Kurt. Uh, I because Raw's got to win, right? Yeah. This is SmackDown. Yeah. No, wait. Smackdown. Really? This is yeah. The yeah. world title, the World Heavyweight Championship, was the SmackDown title at this point. Oh my God! I didn't yeah. know that. I yeah. never thought the world title went to SmackDown. It did, Jesus. dude. Yeah, Batista it went. Oh, your over? entire time. Oh, that's right. The Batista, the Batista reign. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. That was 05. Okay. Because triple. Because yeah. this was after JBL's championship, or no, JBL yeah. the WWE championship on SmackDown, and then. Yes. The WWE, that's when they were like, they were going to introduce the quote unquote SmackDown championship and JBL won a tournament for it. Yep. And then they were like, oh, JBL turns out this belt isn't necessary because, and then Batista, Batista's oh, he's here. on SmackDown now. That's uh, right. JBL had like three straight losses yep. to Batista. It was in um, the time, because you have to, it's kind of like, uh, you know how the parties flipped in American politics and like in around the time of Kennedy, the Democrats <laughs> went from conservative to liberal and That's the Republicans went from go on, liberal to conservatives. Go on, go on, uh, yeah. The World Heavyweight Championship and the WWE Championship would flip as the top title because it was whichever one was on Raw. So there was a time when the WWE Championship wasn't about shit because JBL had it for a year. It yep. was nothing. And Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays. Because the World Heavyweight Championship at that time was the top title. That's why when Cena won the WWE Championship, it wasn't in the main event. Because it was the SmackDown Uh, title. right. Then Batista moves to SmackDown, the WWE Championship moves to Raw, and the parties flipped. And now the WWE Championship is the most important title again. Yeah, um, uh, Noob's Elimination Chamber was a Raw pay-per-view. Yeah. Um... You're that's right. all we do. We're not doing any SmackDown pay per views because yeah, Edge's missing, entire run for this is raw. Yeah, we're missing half of the half of the stuff. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, it's weird, man. Like it's because that's why yeah. that's how Kali ended up being World Heavyweight Champion 
But yeah, because the SmackDown Edge title, got so injured and Batista just God. got back and didn't want to yeah. put him put it on him yet. And that was the match that I was thinking of. The uh, oh, he God. won the World Heavyweight Championship match in a battle royal uh, on SmackDown, and that has like a hundred million views on YouTube for whatever reason. Uh, so uh, Angle, like this is a it's exactly what you think it is. Angle tries, Mark Henry ain't there. There's a bear hug for like five minutes. Uh, Mark keeps kicking out. So, Jesse, does Kurt Angle turn heel in this match? I'm sorry, repeat that. Does Kurt Angle ah! turn heel in this match? Like, nice. is he a heel when he comes out of this? Because he gets a chair, low blows Mark Henry, hits him two times unprotected in the head with the chair, and then wins on a roll-up using the ropes. Yeah, um, he's still a baby. Well, face. So, it, excuse me. He does it in uh, nine minutes and twenty nine seconds. Go on. Yeah. So, so, so honestly, Adam, I genuinely forget how different the era I came in and how different the era you came in in wrestling. Yeah. It's to it's the the this in 06, which is like just ending the 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 juicing generation, the headshot generation, yeah. all that stuff. This is at the tail end of that. So. This is to build up Mark Henry like a monster. Like like he's this so evil bad dude everything. that you have to almost murder to beat. So nothing he did was heelish. It was just this is the only what way I have to, to win do. because without it it would be impossible. Dear God, everything he does is something a heel does. You're right. I never thought about that until you explained. I'm like, oh right. Like, and you did I, and you don't come like, in until like, like seven years later, like, right? I'm watching the six years or six and a half. And I'm yeah. watching and I'm like and I'm like, oh, so Mark Henry's a heel with the beginning. This is a turn angle babyface, cool. And then at the end of the match, I'm like, well, I guess they did a double turn where now no. Angle's a heel because he did because, everything that a heel does. Because um Go into um, what happens after this, because I'll explain what happens in the pay per view that we're skipping at, from this as well. So yeah, so, you go so ahead with that. Uh, just a heads up. So the match is bad. The, uh, the Undertaker's music hits. The Undertaker comes out Wait, in a horse-drawn chariot. Did <laughs> you turn it off, noobs? I turned it off. I'm like, great, the match is done. This Fuck is hysterious. Yes. Oh, yes. So, all right. So I need everybody to be Undertaker quiet while showed I up, motherfucker. I need while I describe. What happens next? No way. I need your very close attention. Undertaker oh, you got comes it. out on a horse-drawn carriage. He what? gets off of the carriage. He looks at... I'm not making any of this up. Jesse can back me up. I, yeah. I swear to God, I'm not making any of this up. He looks yep. at Kurt. He makes a motion like he wants the title. He lifts his arms up. You get the awful After Effects lightning, and Pyro goes off above the ring. And he stands there with his arms in the air for a solid 30 seconds. And then he yanks his arms down after effect lightning hits the ring posts. Pyro goes off in the ring. The ring ropes fall and the ring collapses with Kurt Angle standing in it. Yep. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not making this up. That I just sent you guys. I'm going to tweet this photo from the <laughs> Pam account. That is my reaction <laughs> of your guys' description. <laughs> That is how the that is how this show. That's why the rumble didn't go on last. We need the taker spot yeah. where he makes the ring collapse. Also, so, as so yells noobs, out, "Holy shit!" To which gets you better network. than shit. And you wait for that fucking logo to show up. Yes, let's say. <laughs> did, did Johnny Gargano teach you nothing? Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, like 
Undertaker comes out and does yep. that. He 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 makes the ring collapse with his magic lightning powers, and that's why the Rumble didn't go on last because you needed that when they could have easily done that on Raw the next night and had Ray in the show. Yep. So, so what happens next? Here's the thing. They have a really awkward ass babyface kind of Kurt's a heel, whatever, doesn't matter, match for the title at No Way Out. Yeah. Um, but Kurt kind of does the dastardly heel thing in order to um get that. So he keeps the title. But they have one more match like in March, and Mark Henry just comes out of nowhere and just beats the shit out Undertaker. Um, and that's their casket match thing. Yes, um, I think because I think that yeah, I, I thought that Mark cost Taker a world title match. Yes, it's it's kind of dumb he didn't did it, do it at No Way Out, but he does do yep. it eventually. Um, so yeah, it's I don't get it either. Like why they would wait like that? Because I feel like it would make if you're gonna build Henry, why wasn't he there at No Way Out? But I, he didn't. He didn't even have a match at No Way Out. I don't think. Yeah, it's um nope. Jesus. Nothing. Yeah, it's it's something, man. I'm going to need to rewatch that or You I, absolutely should. It is insane. Yeah, it's I pretty just, weird. Listen, I don't blame you. Like honestly, I like Yeah, it, I mean It feels like that was at least them saying like, "All right, you made it through this. Here's a here's something." But yeah, like mm-hmm. that's the entire reason why cuz I was thinking today like after I finished, I was like like why don't you have like why don't you have Ray going on last? It's so dumb. I was like, oh yeah, because they needed the Undertaker to use his voodoo to make the ring collapse. Like do it yeah. on Raw. There's no reason not to end the next night's Raw with it. And just give Ray that. Oh, uh, you know what though? Um, or give Undertaker, it on SmackDown. Undertaker did have to defeat. Well, this is super dumb. Undertaker defeated Mark Henry um, on Contenders match for the No Way Out run so like we already had undertaker versus mark henry before mania but now we're getting a casket match jesus fucking christ Uh, it's amazing mark henry's ready but let's have him lose first and then lose again whatever so what the hell that is the royal rumble 2006 jesse what did you think about the show overall um i think i like this the rumble a lot more than you guys do uh that's the match i enjoyed um, John Cena Edge match is not good. Um, they're a little more even in their matches later down this line. I don't really know why they let Edge have the title for like 22 days. I don't know if it was like a test or a like, warmer or it what. It was just like Edge is um, like, I'm not going to be a transitional champion. And then just like a narrator, he was. You know what's the you know what's worse than being a transitional champion? A transitional champion into the guy you took it from. Yep. You're not even transitioning to somebody else. You're transitioning back to that. Like asshole. you're not like you're not a middle heel to get the title from one baby face to another. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't even serve a purpose. Yeah, it's it's just a hiccup. Just a you know what else are we gonna do kind of thing. But um, the next thing we watch is better. Good. Uh, what about you, news? What do you think about the show overall? Listen. Listen, Jesse, it better fucking be because JBL versus the <laughs> Boogeyman was the best match on the fucking card. Uh, I'll, I'll at least sure. give it to the Cruiserweight car crash. I mean, like, when, when you look at, when you read JBL versus Boogeyman, 
you <laughs> actually get what you are expecting. Yes. <laughs> you're right. When you read when you read Angle versus Mark Henry, yes, you're questioning why it goes on list, but you expect a fucking barn burner of a weird match where yeah. Angle can't beat the guy that he can't lift. It's but it's there. When you get Cena versus Edge, you're thinking, what the fuck? Let's go. Like Yep. It just Uh Yeah. Out of the WWE shows we've watched, not not TNA, just WWE. This is very this is solid bottom, bottom of the, of the list. Pretty, very easily. Yeah. Like not even close. Uh it was necessary. I'm glad we watched it for a historical, like, you know, purpose for what we do. I think it was the right call. But, goddamn, this is... Whew, 2006, yeah. man, that was the dark days. And we got WWE <laughs> CW coming up, so it's only uphill from here. Oh, boy, howdy. And by we, yeah. I mean them, not us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think... Because we're skipping Mania, uh, so we get a lo- little more experimental stuff, and w- and we we at least get the rise and fall of Rob Van Dam because that's a yes. just a, that's just a ninety day trial package yep. that didn't work even though we wanted it to. <laughs> yep, uh, I'm but, excited um, for that. Like, I mean, we've yeah. got we've got you know one night stand coming up. We have some like solid good stuff on the way. Yeah, uh, that I'm excited about. This is Edge's first year as champion, I, it, and it's when I started watching. But I think in hindsight, it's more about not Edge coming to prominence because that's when he goes to SmackDown and is a yeah. fucking seven-time world champion. But this is like him surviving when Super Cena had already taken out Jericho, <laughs> yeah. taken out Kurt. He takes out Triple H. You know those three guys, but Edge still stays in the program the entire year. That's pretty good. It was him showing everyone that he belonged. Yep. Uh, which is interesting. Like, the fact that he dropped, like, in in a vacuum, like, as this happened, like, oh my god, Super Cena beat Edge, this is awful. But, the fact that Edge then got the title back and went on to the heights that he did says a lot about him, that he wasn't just Umaga. Yeah. You know, he, <clears throat> he got fed or... to Cena... And he came out better the other side. Yeah, very rare. Yes, yes. Even he all the way to the one. 2014 with uh, Ryback and so on. And Rusev. And Rusev. WrestleMania 31. Yep. yep. Yeah. Edge is one of the few. Yep, Bray Wyatt. <clears throat> you know, it's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, that was... Something. Yep. Uh, we survived, though, and that's what matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you noobs for joining me uh, mm-hmm. I guess thank you Jesse for suggesting that I can't God. say anything I'll put you up through TNA what the fuck do I have to say <laughs> yeah uh, listen <laughs> I will never have the moral high ground ever. no you won't, you won't. Uh, uh, we will be back uh, in a couple weeks with Backlash yeah the next Backlash one? Yep, Backlash um, so it's post uh, that show, hey Jesse, just a heads up, I'm going to expect you know, for that show to start with you giving a recap of everything that happens between the Royal Rumble and Backlash. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, we will be back then. Thank you very much. See you guys later.
You think you know me.